Now, I know this morning, as we uh, come to start Mass, you may be wondering, how did Father Cody's hair grow back so fast? Don't worry, it's just Father DiCarlo. It is wonderful to see you this morning. I was away on a Spanish immersion, and I was in the country of Peru, in the capital city of Lima, for about uh, four weeks, and doing um, a lot of, it was, it was both Spanish immersion through mission work. And so I had the opportunity to go and serve the poorest of the poor in Lima and then uh, kind of all around the country. So it was an incredible experience uh, and I'm glad, very glad to be with you today. Just to let you know, during that time, every Sunday, uh, I was able to have Mass every day, but on every Sunday, um, I was able to offer Mass for you, for you, for your intentions, and, um, and just all of our Muncie community. So you were consistently in my prayers while I was away, and I thank you very much for your prayers for me. And during that time, during the Spanish immersion, uh, I want to tell a lot of stories, but uh, you know, it's going to take some months to, to share all of them with you. Uh, but I want to share some with you this morning. As we were there, uh, there was a, a very different culture. Uh, one of the opportunities we had uh, was being able to go to a town called Pamplona. In this town, there was, uh, it's where the poorest of the poor go to live. Uh, very much similar to people flocking to the big cities in hopes of uh, getting on their feet and, and getting established. But the difficult part about Pamplona is that it is nestled on a mountainside. You look at it and it's like, how were people able to build their homes on these, these this steep cliffs? You know, they, um, and then it's just staircases and, and houses going up to the top of the mountain. So it was a very challenging place. Uh, the people, the government has basically forgotten about this part of the country, and the only thing they have done is give them electricity. And they do nothing else to help them. They're medically poor. Uh, they have very poor hospitals in that part of the town, of the country, and, um, and just their needs aren't being met. And so the religious community that I was able to stay with, we went and, and tried to help them as best we could. This included building staircases of concrete and building soccer fields for the kids to play. But it was also uh, wonderfully uh, a safe place for the community and, and that part of the neighborhood to meet. So it was uh, an incredible time at being able to be with the people. This all ties into our gospel because uh, these people and the people of Pamplona um, and, and got to know many of them. There was Maria and Crespo and, um, and Liz and a number of other people. It was all about getting to know them. The work was important, but it wasn't first. What was first was getting to know the people, getting to know their names, hearing their stories. And as a priest, I had the, the special opportunity of being able to go and bless their homes, bless their kitchens, bless their places of work. And the way that they invited all of us missionaries into their lives was an incredible gift. Because they knew that there was no way to repay the missionaries, to repay us for the work that we were doing. But they knew that they could open their hearts. They knew that they could share their lives with us and vice versa. And so it was not about being repaid for work because the people of Pamplona, uh, many of them, they recognized their own needs. 
They were very aware of, of what they needed to happen, of what their, uh, their physical, their spiritual needs were. And they asked. I think this is a great dimension and a great example of the virtue of humility that we hear about in our gospel and throughout all of our readings today. It's virtue of humility that where one recognizes their own needs. This virtue of humility where we recognize and see that God has given us so much, and yet we have no way to repay him, no way to um, truly make up and, and repay our Heavenly Father for all the ways he has blessed us and the gifts that he has given us. This virtue of humility it is often something that uh, can be quite misunderstood and uh, something that is, how do you say, uh, something that is so important, but something that we can, uh, gets a little off. Uh, because humility is not thinking less of ourselves, thinking that we're less than what we're worth. No, humility is actually seeing ourselves in the right way, and the right way being as God sees us. And this uh, at times can be um, for us the need to raise up our dignity, for us to recognize that we are very good. And there's two extremes, and so this is one of them. We think less of ourselves. And on the other extreme, we think that we are so good and we can do this all on our own. We need to recognize that we receive all of these gifts and in our humility recognize our, our gifts, but also recognize our faults and that we are in need of someone to help us. And for us, that is God, our Father. Because he has made everything, and he has said that it is very good. All right, so we know that we are very good because God made us. The challenge for us today is not to seek and try to achieve the worldly honor, to the, the seats of honor, whether that's uh, at, at our work, in our church, um, in our life, in our family, but to recognize and say, um, God, I have received all of these things from you. In our response, we want to say, thank you. And then be able to recognize who we are and then share our gifts and share our life with those around us. Because at the very end, um, when, if we try to take things for ourselves, if we try to run to those seats of honor, then we will be asked to be humbled. Because whoever exalts himself, as Jesus says, will be humbled, but whoever humbles himself will be exalted. We will be raised up. Because those who humble themselves, who recognize our need for God and our need for his divine assistance and his grace in our life, he will say to us, my friend, come up to a higher place. We have not just a... Uh, a a master-slave relationship here. We have a friendship that is possible with God, a friendship that he is inviting us into today and to have a seat at the table. At the table, we have a little, our little nameplate, a spot reserved just for you, a spot that he is, God wants you to have because he wants you to be with him at this wedding banquet. This is no ordinary feast. This is the wedding feast of heaven. And God is inviting each of us into this place. 
each of us into this wedding feast that is in heaven, to be with him forever. And the way we are able to enter into this wedding feast, to be able to get to heaven is through humility, through recognizing our need for God and not trying to grasp and to take for ourselves. For true humility is recognizing that God is God and that we are not. To trust and depend upon him for everything in our life. Turning to him and being in communion with him. Staying in relationship with him through prayer. This is the gift of our faith. The graces that he wants to give us so that we can be with him forever. And so one who is humble knows who we are. We are uh, people that we see our gifts, we see our graces, and, we, um, and that we also recognize our faults and we strive by the grace of God to overcome them. We go to the sacraments, we come here to Mass, and we seek the presence of Christ. We seek to humble ourselves and recognize who we are so that God one day can say, my friend, my friend, come up to a higher place. Come and take this place at the banquet, the wedding feast of heaven, so that you can be with me forever. For God, I think in our, in our psalm response today, it, it, it ties everything together. Because as we sang, we said, God, in your goodness, you have made a home for the poor. You have made a home for the poor. Brothers and sisters, we are the poor. We are the ones who are in need of God and his grace. And God has made a home for us so that we can be with him forever. When we recognize our needs, when we recognize and grow in our humility, then he says, my friend, come up to a higher place. Come up to be with me forever and, 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 and stay with me. And the good thing about this wedding feast is it's not going to end. So we will be able to be with God, to celebrate, to, to live with him for all of eternity. And so, brothers and sisters, may we continue this day to grow in humility, to recognize the presence of God, and to say, God, I need you. Help me today. Help me to thrive and grow and grow closer to you so that I can be with you forever. And we hear those beautiful words. My friend, come up to a higher place and be with me forever.